This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that shouldn't have. We have a sparkling panel today. On my left is award-winning journalist Parth Amen. Hello, Parth. Hi. He writes for Pari, Mumbai Mirror and First Post. We also have Jyoti Yadav. Hi, Jyoti. Hi. Uh, she's a journalist from the land of patriarchy, Haryana, and reports on gender justice and agriculture. We have Gaurav Sarkar, our in-house specialist. Hi, Gaurav. Hi, Jerry. Uh, we also have Amruta M. Uh, hi, Amruta. Hi. She is part of DNA's National Bureau, where she covers policy and politics. And she's seen governments rise and fall in seven pole-bound states. Wow. So... With that, let's just deep dive. Let's just go into talking about what the agrarian crisis is about. And we also will be talking about what's been underreported in Polbound Rajasthan. So let's begin with you, Parth. When you and Jyoti, both of you were covering the farmers' march to Delhi, what did you both see, just briefly? So uh, when the march ended, I thought it ended in a kind of an anticlimactic way. Mm-hmm. But uh, because the farmers had come from uh, Mumbai, Maharashtra, you know, across the country, they had uh, spent their own money. They traveled 24 hours, 36 hours by train. They didn't have a reserved I birth. I thought the funding was organized by all these groups. like. But they did uh, spend their own money in, on breakfast and mm-hmm. chai and that kind of things. So they came uh, from far. They traveled a lot. They took a lot of effort. So And when the march ended, I thought it kind of ended in an anticlimactic way. But then I spoke to farmers and asked them if their effort was worth it. And they said, yes, it was because uh, you had the entire political leadership except the BJP address them directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said you had the reporters covering us, speaking to us and talking to us about our problems. And more importantly, you had, you had 50,000 farmers present uh, in New Delhi speaking for their rights and they said that it's reassuring to know that you're not the only one struggling right now and it's reassuring to know that there are so many people who actually identify with your concerns and share them if not anything else it did give a sense of belonging yeah it uh, it gave them hope basically so they they could go back and you know they gave they went back on a positive note is what i gathered from the March. Jyoti? leadership क्योंकि आगे जो है इंटरनेशनल मार्केट्स आएंगी टेक्नोलॉजी है हमारे पास तो हम किसानों की जो एकदम बेसिक प्रॉब्लम्स हैं हम वो नहीं समझ पा रहे हैं दूसरा मुझे इस मार्च से लगा कि जो हमारा जो अर्बन क्लास है जिस जो जो ये रिपोर्ट्स हमारी पढ़ती हैं उनको लगता है कि सिर्फ कर्ज माफी और जो उनके प्राइसेस हैं वो कम दिए जा रहे हैं जबकि ऐसा नहीं है भारत में इतने सारे राज्य हैं उन अलग-अलग राज्यों की अलग-अलग दिक्कतें हैं जैसे महाराष्ट्र में एमएसपी तो सरकार ने तय की लेकिन उनकी फसलें नहीं खरीदी उनको प्राइसेस उनके तय किए गए लेकिन उनकी फसलें ही नहीं खरीदी राजस्थान में ऐसा हुआ कि वहां मंडियों की कमी है और लोगों ने 1 रुपए में अपने लहसुन की फसल बेची और एक किसान को 
हार्ट अटैक आया और वो मर गया क्योंकि उसने नब्बे हजार रूपए कर्ज लिए थे और वो अपना चुका नहीं पाया ऐसे ही हरियाणा में कुछ और दिक्कतें हैं हरियाणा के मेवात वो इतना पिछड़ा हुआ है कि वहाँ दूध की कीमत पंद्रह सोलह रूपए पोलिटिकल लीडर्स जो अलग अलग और फिर फिर एड्रेस करें जी मुझे ऐसा गौरव अमृता इफ यू गाइस वांट टू ऑन दिस सो आई थिंक देर वाज वन स्टार्क डिफरेंस यू नो सिंस यू गाइस चेरी सिंस इवन यू ऑन द ग्राउंड आई वाज देयर फॉर द फार्मर्स मार्च दैट हैपेंड इन बॉम्बे व्हेन दे मार्च फ्रॉम नाशिक टू बॉम्बे एंड आई मार्च विद देम फ्रॉम द आउटस्कर्ट्स ऑफ बॉम्बे टिल अ लिटिल बिट इनसाइड वॉट आई फाउंड अ लिटिल सरप्राइजिंग हियर इज द मिक्स ऑफ पॉलिटिक्स विद द एग्रेडियन क्राइसिस बिकॉज वॉट हैपेंड इन महाराष्ट्र वॉज इवन दो देर वो लीडर्स फ्रॉम the sena mns and from op- and there were union ministers as well at azad maidan they were not given the mic to speak you know they were not allowed to step up to the podium to even address whereas here i think the farmers were a little happy to hear from the opposition leaders who had organized this entire thing so i think that was a very stark contrast between the two marches even though there are so many uh, umbrella groups coming under one banner i think uh, the, he makes a very valid point about the political class getting into this conversation mm-hmm. at this point of time also the congress has time and again tried to make sure that the agrarian distress becomes a very uh, strong rallying point for 2019 i think it is also going to be a very important conversation uh, in the parliament uh, session that is going mm-hmm. to start right mm-hmm. now which will be the last full length session for this govern- uh, government i think um, you know when we uh, i i realized this um uh this one thing that the congress has been doing in different parts of the country is that when they go to a state as part of their poll um, promise they say that qarza maaf kar denge now this is uh, critics of the congress have sort of said that why are you doing this you're adding to the problem but i think i mean i'm no economist but i think that there is somewhat a valid conversation there because um qarza maafi till 2 lakhs I think could be done by uh, these are the hands that feed you. So if mm. the government can step in, I think this is. I mean, in 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 that sense, I think it could uh, bring about a lot of changes. So Parth, I have a two prong question for you and Jyoti. One is, is the participation of the political class making this agrarian crisis into a political tool? Especially the farmers' march, has it become political tool, or is it still about the farmers? And will it? sort of create the impact or meet the demands that the farmers are asking and the second question being loan waivers from what i see is is just a short term stopgap measure will it solve the agrarian crisis and if not then what does the swaminathan report say and do we have a solution at least a hint of a solution in sight right so firstly i think anything that concerns the poor has to be political what's wrong if it's political if the if the political parties can provide a certain things sure go ahead and and provide them so i don't see any problems with political parties uh, extending support and mm. pledging open support i think it is reassuring for the farmers when they do it i spoke to farmers at uh, in in delhi and they were extremely happy listening to the political leaders mm. there there was rahul gandhi farooq abdullah arvind kejriwal so i mean what i meant was mm. uh the political leaders taking the platform to sort of make speeches for their own political gains but there's nothing concrete that is going to come out of these speeches so it just becomes a limited political tool for my personal gain but they can use that platform to hmm. to hold the establishment accountable it's hmm. all about holding the establishment accountable and if and when they come to par in the media we can hold them accountable for the speeches they've made yesterday or day before yesterday so i think as far as the farmers are concerned they don't see it 
पोलिटिकली मार्ड बाय पोलिटिकल प्रेजेंस सेकेंडली एज यू राइटली पॉइंटेड आउट स्वामीनाथन कमीशन दिस 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 इग्नोरेंस अबाउट स्वामीनाथन कमीशन बिकॉज नाइदर द मीडिया नॉर द पार्लियामेंट हैज डिस्कस्ड इट विथ एनी डेप्थ और सीरियसनेस मोस्ट सो मच सो दैट मोस्ट ऑफ द पीपल डोंट यू नो इट्स एक्चुअली कॉल्ड द नेशनल कमीशन ऑन फार्मर्स एंड नॉट द स्वामीनाथन कमीशन स्वामीनाथन हेडेड इट बट देर आर अदर पीपल सेवन आर एट पीपल ऑन दैट पैनल सो actually the swaminathan commission deals uh, submitted five reports the fifth one was submitted in two volumes it deals with land irrigation markets credit and it's it's a holistic account of what needs to be done to tackle the agrarian crisis hmm. you're right farm uh, the farm loan waivers is a stop gap measure but uh, while we do the stop gap stop gap measure it can be a it can be an immediate relief and then we can talk about the swaminathan commission which hmm. will take a while to to be implemented the point is one should at least address it have mm-hmm. a serious discussion on swaminathan commission whether you agree with it or not is a will come later mm-hmm. but have a sincere discussion have a nuanced discussion and that's all the farmers are asking for because uh, you've had uh, i mean to be honest you've you've had 3 lakh farmers committing suicides between 1995 and 2015 because we don't have data post that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and and that's still 40 per day you know that's wow. an that's an insane number that can make you angry at the concept of math to be on and uh, uh, then that's also a filtered number because the local police does not record a woman Everyone. farmer uh, as a farm suicide same goes holds true with a tribal or a dalit farmer who may not mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a heart attack yeah it's stress and depression so that's also uh, that's also there so even though it's a conservative estimate it's an insane number mm-hmm. and yet we have just watched sat by and and, and watched and these protests i think are not just about policy changes mm-hmm. they are also about better representation more visibility and uh, it's a fight for dignity and equal citizenship we have uh, romanticized farmers and laborers as invisible india for the, for a long time they're right there you know uh, it it cons- consists of uh, more than half of our population mm-hmm. we just have to uh, make sure they get their right claim True. you know and uh, this 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 consistent protests that that we've had mm. i think it's also an attempt uh, of the farmers to take the agrarian crisis out of rural india into the urban centers and make it a conversation which quote and quote becomes mainstream india yeah and it, it's also an attempt to make it a part of our dining room conversations yeah because we are not going to their houses to exactly. talk about it so they are it, bringing the conversation to us exactly. which is a the, very telling thing yeah and A, a movement is is potent when it is inclusive those who don't stand to gain from it particip- when when they participate it becomes inclusive and we we saw that in in bombay as well when the uh, kisan long march began in nashik i don't think anybody gave a damn uh, mm-hmm. it it they walked for 180 kilometers through the week and chief minister devendra fadnavis showed no intention of speaking speaking with them until they reached bombay when they reached bombay you saw uh, the middle classes extending uh, support uh, embracing them and that is when the attitude of the of the, of the state government changed when they reached bombay puran punam mahajan actually dismissed them as urban maoists uh, but after the march the way bombay welcomed uh, farmers fadnavis and his and his lead ministers sat with uh, farm mm. leaders across the table and negotiated with them for 4 hours i think uh these are the things that need to, the so the farm rallies need to be engaged with along these lines as well correct so before jyoti you wane i just want to quote ms swaminathan he tweeted uh, i think on the day of the march where he said that electoral politics focuses on solutions like loan waivers whereas only integrated attention paid to pricing 
uh, pricing procurement and public distribution will address the farmers woes so we were talking about uh, what is the solution and if there is a solution jaise ye jo kisan march hua is is waqt teen interesting cheeze hui ki bjp jo karnatak mein hai wo kisan wahan kisanon ko 10 lakh kisan 10 december ko ikattha honge congress ki sarkar ke khilaf protest karne aur jo center mein delhi mein kisan hi aaye bjp ke against protest karne aur is protest mein sare bade bade neta aaye vipaksh ke lekin jo hamara center के जो नेता थे उन्होंने एक बयान तक नहीं दिया बिल्कुल पार्थ नहीं सही कहा कि जब तक ये पॉलिटिकल नहीं होगा कोई ध्यान नहीं देगा और ये मार्च इस मार्च से कुछ ना कुछ तो हासिल हुआ ही है और इस मार्च में मेरा ऐसा मानना है कि अगर इस मार्च से कोई ऐसा किसान नेता निकलता या कुछ कुछ ऐसा निकलता कि इनके क्राइसिस को जो समझता और अभी भी मुझे नहीं लगता कि इंडिया में कोई सोल्यूशन बेस्ड हम ऐसी चीज़ें सोच भी रहे हैं या नेता भी नहीं सोच रहे हैं और जो किसानों से जुड़े हैं वो लोग भी नहीं बता रहे हैं अभी योगेंद्र यादव की किताब आई है किसानों पर जो पाँच साल में जो भी डेथ्स हुई जो भी योजनाएं फेल हुई उस दौरान एक एक रिटायर्ड साइंटिस्ट थे उन्होंने बताया कि उन्होंने एक ऐप शुरू की है वो बताता है इन जो भी फसल से पहले जो भी आपकी जो ख़राब मौसम है उसके बारे में वो जानकारी देता है उसने बहुत वैलिड पॉइंट बताया कि जब मैं दो लाख किसानों से जुड़ सकता हूँ तो क्या गवर्नमेंट नहीं जुड़ सकती एक एक किसान से तो जब हमारे पास टेक्नोलॉजी है हम टेक्नोलॉजी से फेक न्यूज़ फैलाते हैं हम टेक्नोलॉजी से दंगे करवाते तो हम किसानों तक क्यों नहीं पहुंच सकते तो हम सबसे पहले तो हम उन्हें बीज और जो खाद है वो उपलब्ध कराएं अभी भी राजस्थान से लोग आए थे उनके पास खाद ही नहीं है वो दूसरी फसल कैसे बोएंगे जब उनके पास आप यूरिया प्रोवाइड कराएंगे तो ही होगा बेसिक सॉल्यूशंस यही हैं कि मंडियां हो अगर आप लोगों ने रिपोर्ट्स पढ़ी होंगी तो 2000 में हमें 20,000 मंडियों की ज़रूरत थी उस वक्त लेकिन अभी तक शायद 10,000 या 12,000 थाउजेंड so, ही बन पाए हैं मिनिमम प्राइस डिसाइड कर देंगे तो खरीदना पड़ेगा उसके लिए मंडियों की ज़रूरत है क्योंकि प्रोटेस्ट में एक लड़की आई थी हरियाणा से उसने कहा कि उसके मम्मी पापा के पास दो एकड़ ज़मीन है उस दो एकड़ में से वो एक एकड़ का रखते हैं एक एकड़ का बेचने जाते हैं फसल जो होती है वन आई वॉज स्पीकिंग टू फार्मर्स उनका एक एकड़ से ज्यादा दिस टू एकड़ लैंड उसमें से एक एकड़ से ज्यादा का फसल तो उनके कॉस्ट को कवर करने में ही निकल जाता है they exploit the markets and uh, basically make their margins so you can understand the the, the crisis of farm, yeah. farm, uh, farmers i mean if onions Just are selling, selling at, their harvest you know if onions are selling at rupees 1.5 per kg mm-hmm. it's very difficult so, how they would be meeting so, the so jaise main technology ki baat kar rahi thi ki aap uh, ek ek kisan tak pahunch sakte hain aap us us kisan ki fasal ko uske khet se hi kyun nahi khareedte jo mandi tak pahunchega hazar rupaye ka kiraya bharega uski fasal ek ekad ki fasal utne mein hi pad jayegi usko kam paise milenge तो क्या गवर्नमेंट ऐसा नहीं कर सकती कि उसके खेत से ही उस फसल को उठाए क्योंकि सबसे बड़ी प्रॉब्लम यह है कि हमें पता ही नहीं है कि किसान भी कई कई पार्ट्स में हैं एक मिडिल किसान होता है एक लोअर इनकम वाला होता है एक धनी किसान भी होते हैं मतलब वो धनी किसान जो शहर के मिडिल क्लास के बराबर हैं हमें हमें जब सुनते हैं तो लगता है कि एकदम फटे कपड़े पहन के किसान आएगा वही किसान है ऐसा नहीं है किसान भी बहुत वर्गों में बटे हुए हैं तो हमें जब तक वो वर्गीकरण नहीं करेंगे तो हमें हम 
किसान की समस्या कैसे सुलझाएंगे जिसके पास सिर्फ एक एकड़ जमीन है उसकी प्रॉब्लम कुछ अलग है है ना और जो खेती हर मजदूर हैं लैंडलेस जो किसान हैं जो पी साइनाथ बिल्कुल सही बताते हैं उन्होंने वर्गीकरण भी किया उन्हें सब उन्होंने अपनी रिपोर्ट्स में सब चीज़ें बताई हैं ऐसा ऐसा है लेकिन गवर्नमेंट में ऐसे ऑफिसर्स ही नहीं है जो इन चीज़ों को समझ सकें तो सबसे बड़ी प्रॉब्लम ही यही है कि जो कृषि की जो समस्या है जो एग्रीकल्चर जो अभी जो क्राइसिस चल रहे हैं उसके उसकी समझ ही नहीं है अभी किसी नेता में भी नहीं और ऑफिसर्स भी ऐसे नहीं है Also make the mistake of clubbing farmers into marginal farmers and yeah. uh, based on land holding. That those just in Maharashtra, for example, mm. two acres of farmland is far more productive than twenty acres of farmland in Vidarbha. Mm. So mm. if you just look at yeah. the, the 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 number of land holding and if you're trying to figure out if the person is well off or not, then that's not going to get you anywhere. और ऑल्सो जो फार्मिंग क्राइसिस चल रहे हैं वो अमीर जो रिच किसान हैं उनको इफेक्ट नहीं कर रहे हैं मैं पता नहीं सोशल मीडिया पर आप लोगों ने देखा कि नहीं कमेंट्स से जो हरियाणा और राजस्थान के जो धनी किसान थे वो कह रहे थे कि ये फंडेड था हमारे यहाँ तो ऐसा होता ही नहीं है हमें तो बिल्कुल पूरे प्राइसेस मिल रहे हैं मतलब हमें तो फसल बीमा योजना भी मिल रही है जो जो सबसे बड़ा फेलियर और राफेल डील से भी बड़ा घोटाला होने वाला है उस उसमें भी धनी किसान फ़ायदा ले गए तो वो इन किसानों के साथ जुड़े ही नहीं है सब इसे बिल्कुल ख़त्म कर दिया कि ये पॉलिटिकली था जबकि ऐसा नहीं है वहीं हरियाणा में ही दूध 50 लीटर रुपए भी मिलता मिलता है आपको और वह कहीं 20 रुपए भी तो जो 50 लीटर बेच रहा है वो बोलेगा ही नहीं इस वाले किसान के लिए आई मीन इफ इट इज हैपनिंग इफ यू आर गेटिंग द बेनिफिट्स डजेंट मीन दैट द अदर पर्सन इज आल्सो व्हिच ब्रिंग्स मी टू द क्वेश्चन आई मीन आई वाज ट्राइंग टू अंडरस्टैंड व्हाई इज इट दैट अनियंस इन दिल्ली आर सेलिंग एट 30 रुपी पर केजी बट इन महाराष्ट्र दे आर सेलिंग एट 1.5 रुपीस पर केजी एंड नॉट जस्ट अनियंस गार्लिक पोमोग्रेनेट्स एंड इवन द डिफरेंस इन प्राइस ऑफ द मिल्क it's uh, it, for example milk you don't have one one company that's selling milk in maharashtra like gujarat you know where you have in uh, under under the banner of banner of amul there are several cooperatives who come and uh, who, who work and then process milk and then sell it across in maharashtra you have like 20 or 30 companies they have their own production costs they have their own margins so it's chaotic uh, not the companies the farmers when the farmers are selling like how is the cost the basic question is how is the cost being calculated by the farmers or at what how are they determining or how is the market determining that this is what is going the to be the price markets i mean it's the trader who decides at what uh, cost does the uh, does he or she want to buy from farmers okay. it also depend on the on the stock that uh, the mandi already has hmm. so if there's over production in maharashtra and over product and under production somewhere else then you would have that price gap uh, between two states which is unfair on farmers but then that's how it uh, that's how the system is hmm. so we need to address that and that's what swaminathan commission also talks about swaminathan talk, commission talks about a system that will protect indian farmers from international markets the volatile markets so that needs to be discussed and that needs to come out hmm. ज्योति जो आप पूछ रही थी कि एक रुपए में कैसे बिकता है क्योंकि गवर्नमेंट ने वहाँ खरीदा ही नहीं उन्होंने एमएसपी डिसाइड कर दिया बट उन गवर्नमेंट खरीद ही नहीं रही है तो वो जो लोकल जो ठेकेदार हैं उसके पास जाएगा किसान तो जो उस ठेकेदार ने रेट बताए हैं वो उसी में बेचेगा किसान एक साल तक अपनी फसल को घर में नहीं रख सकता क्योंकि उसके पास उसको स्टोरेज का कोई फैसिलिटी नहीं है एंडस मनी मतलब जो उसकी नेक्स्ट जो फसल है अभी अगर सरसों बोई है तो उसे पैसे तो चाहिए ही चाहिए तो वो एक रुपये में भी अगर वो पचास रुपये पैसे में भी बेच सकता है तो जब गवर्नमेंट के पास खरीदने का कोई जो इनके पास स्टोरेज का और जो ये कर रहे हैं इनके पास है ही नहीं 
तो इसलिए एक पैसे में प्याज बेच रहे एक एक रुपए में प्याज बेच रहे हैं और लहसुन बेच रहे हैं सारे एग्रीकल्चरल गुड्स का एमएसपी है ही नहीं जी 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 यही योगेंद्र यादव ने अपनी किताब में बताया भी है कि स्वामीनाथन रिपोर्ट जो कहती है वो तीन पहलू हैं एक फसल का एमएसपी जो डिसाइड होता है फर्स्ट है कि उसमें किसान की सिर्फ जो बीज लगा खाद लगा जो बुआई और जो कढ़ाई लगी उसी के जो पैसे जो खर्च आता है वही फसल का रेट होता है ये बिल्कुल उसको उसके राइट्स को एक्सप्लोइट करने जैसा होता है फिर दूसरा जो पार्ट होता है उसमें होता है कि आप किसान की मजदूरी जो उसके जो उसके पूरे फैमिली की जो पूरे साल जो उनका जो लेबर लगा उसको भी ऐड किया जाता है वो एफ टू होता है उसके उसके आधार पे आप फसल का खर्च जो मतलब जो लागत है वो डिसाइड करें तीसरा सी टू बताया था सी टू था उसमें उस जमीन का किराया भी क्योंकि बहुत सारे लैंडलेस किसान हैं जो, जो किराए पर जमीन लेते हैं तो उन्हें वो किराया भी पे करना है तो स्वामीनाथन रिपोर्ट ने कहा था कि सी पर आप को बेस बनाकर आप एम डिसाइड करिए लेकिन अभी जो चार साल में जो क्राइसिस हो रहे हैं वो क्या हुआ कि मोदी सरकार ने एम डिसाइड तो की लेकिन C2 पर नहीं इन्होंने FL2 पर लगाई और इसे बताया कि हमने डेढ़ गुना बढ़ा दिया है लेकिन इन्होंने बहुत उसकी डेफिनेशन ही बदल दिया आपने पूरे कि C2 पर जो लगना था वो आपने FL2 पर लगाया तो ये इस वजह से भी और क्राइसिस बढ़ रहे हैं किसान कह रहे हैं कि आप C2 पर दीजिए हमें जो एम जो डिसाइड कर रहे हैं गौरव एंड अमृता टू कम इन योर बट बिफोर वी स्टार्ट रिकॉर्डिंग यू मैंशनिंग हाउ द प्राइस फ्लक्चुएशन ऑफ ऑयल has also impacted the cost if you want to add that point uh, yeah so the just the diesel costs in the past year if you look at the rise it has affected the input cost directly hmm. the two major uh, fertilizers dap and zinc sulfate have risen by 25% and 70% just hmm. in one year so uh, and and the rises in uh, the price uh, the hikes in prices has not covered that hmm. so uh, just the diesel prices have had uh, have had a massive impact on the input costs and it it doesn't cover the msps provided by the government oh, yeah i if talking about msps you know i i was in karnataka early this year uh, covering the elections and i spoke to farmers uh, in north karnataka uh, i i found this one space uh, Uh, in Bidar where i think um, the authorities were trying to get a gi tag for the two dal of the place because it has a particular flavor which you don't find in uh, in in farmlands which is about 20 kilometers away from there so i found it very interesting that the state was trying very hard to get a gi tag for the dal but on the same hand i meant i met farmers i mean i went to families uh, of farmers who have just ended their lives because they were not getting the minimum support price for the product it was somewhere around 4500 and above and on on a good day they were selling it for like 2500 rupees in fact local papers would have like the going rate for the dal that day and that was wow. way below the msp like you had this ishtihar this small half yeah almost almost half 2500 per uh, i think it was per quintal mm mm-hmm. and um, i mean the msp decided was about 4500 to 6000 mm-hmm. depending on the particular so i i think msp is again a very important uh, yeah yeah so we were earlier you had earlier mentioned about spoken about the representation that needs to be there speaking about the rally that happened and the media's coverage mm-hmm. first what do you guys think about the media's coverage and in the rally itself do you think there was enough representation from all sides because it was almost i think this is the first time when people from across ideologies the blue flags yellow flags red flags all had come together so did that show in the reports and what do you think of the media's coverage uh, i think 
फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल वेन यू टॉक अबाउट अग्रेरियन क्राइसिस वी मस्ट अंडरस्टैंड दैट फार्मर्स आर नॉट दी ओनली कम्युनिटी टू बी डिपेंड ऑन अग्रेरियन क्राइसिस द विलेज कारपेंटर इज डिपेंडेंट ऑन एग्रीकल्चर द विलेज कॉबलर इज डिपेंडेंट ऑन एग्रीकल्चर द बार्बर इन द विलेज इज डिपेंडेंट ऑन एग्रीकल्चर बिकॉज फार्मर्स आर देर कंज्यूमर्स वैन द फार्मर्स परचेसिंग पार गोज डाउन इट हैज़ अ डायरेक्ट इम्पैक्ट ऑन द इनकम ऑफ दीज गाइज इज वेल सो बेसिकली वॉट यूर टॉकिंग अबाउट इज द entire rural economy and that's sure. essentially 69% of our country's population it's interesting so, how when you're reading stories about farmers marching i just wonder how or why are we just limiting it to farmers marching exactly so that's what i was say, saying so in, because it affects the entire rural economy it needs to also reflect in our coverage mm-hmm. but that largely remains unexplored in 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 media coverage what we do usually is that i'll come to the rallies in a bit but what we usually do is that uh, whenever there are spurts of farm suicides we parachute ourselves into a village we speak to farmers get cliched images of farmers looking at the sky mm. past river beds <laughs> and come back with a su- superficial story but we, we basically so uh, the spurts in farm suicides happen largely after a drought or a a hailstorm or a natural calamity that is usually the last straw on the camel's back but why the farmer was, was sitting at the brink for so long is something that we we do not explore for example a woman in a rural household in summers spends 8 to 10 hours just in fetching water for the family yeah. that needs to be written about mm-hmm. uh, a migrant laborer spends uh, 18 hours 20 hours in a sugarcane field and makes for 6 months and makes 25000 bucks we need mm-hmm. to write about that exploitation and that contributes to the final final nail in the coffin if i put it that way as far as the rallies are concerned uh, i think Uh, you had representation to a large extent this time around mm-hmm. because in delhi you had more than 100 districts of india being represented in delhi i thought that was remarkable and you spoke about the the different organizations that came under one banner yes. and i think uh, pisana deserves a lot of credit for bringing them uh, uh, to delhi because disclaimer conflict of conflict interest conflict of interest here. i work for for him but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, but j- just to give an example of punjab the uh, the the bku bharatiya kisan union has some seven or eight factions just in punjab and they don't see eye to eye even though their demands are practically the same so what saina did over the last few months leading up to the rally was to get all of these people under one umbrella and and march to to, to delete at least for temporary hmm. basis leave their personal differences aside and that reflected in in the rally hmm. i don't think it i don't know if it reflected in the media coverage but uh, i i saw a lot of reporters there but and there was there was coverage of of the of from the media mm-hmm. so it wasn't largely ignored i would say jyoti aap ko media coverage pe kya is rally mein mujhe ek bahut badi irony dikhi ki middle class jo log samne aaye madad ke liye aims ke doctor aaye aur log khana baatne ke liye aaye aur wahan sab log the middle class jo samne aaya help karne ke liye isse media ne acha cover kiya ki headings aise hi thi ki middle class log jab farmer ke sath aa gaye hain lekin agar jo crisis chal rahe hain agriculture ke agar government is iska solution nikalegi to middle class के लिए महंगाई बढ़ाएगी और वो फार्मर्स के लिए सब्सिडी ज़्यादा देगी जब फार्मर्स के लिए सब्सिडी ज़्यादा देगी तो सीधी मार मिडिल क्लास पे पड़ेगी और गवर्नमेंट्स हमेशा से मिडिल क्लास का जो वोट बैंक है उसे नाराज़ नहीं करना चाहती इसी वजह से जब 1998 में जब अटल बिहारी की जो सरकार आई थी उस सरकार के गिरने का कारण था कि प्याज के दाम इतने बढ़ गए थे कि मिडिल क्लास ने उसे उस सरकार को गिरा दिया तो जब जब फार्मर्स की क्राइसिस की बात आएगी या गवर्नमेंट कोई स्टेप आगे लेगी तो मिडिल क्लास के लिए फायदेमंद नहीं रहेगा 
तो ये बहुत बड़ी आयरनी थी कि जो मिडिल क्लास सामने आया है वो चाहता है कि इनके क्राइसिस को सुना जाए इनके इनके लिए स्पेशल पार्लियामेंट सेशन हो उसी वही मिडिल क्लास जब इनके इनके लिए सब्सिडी ज़्यादा दी जाएंगी तो वो अगेंस्ट खड़ा होगा क्योंकि मिडिल क्लास भी महंगाई की मार से बचना चाहेगा तो ये बहुत बड़ी मुझे आयरनी दिखी और मार्च में जो पार्थ कह रहे थे कि जो सारे एक बैनर के तले सब लोग आए वो एक एक अच्छा स्टेप है मतलब जब तक ये पॉलिटिकल नहीं होगा ये मुद्दा ये इसकी कोई सोल्यूशन भी नहीं निकलेंगे इस मुद्दे के आई एम होपफुल दैट इट विल नॉट बी either the farmers or the or middle, the middle class. class but it has I, to but, be together yeah but mujhe lagta hai ki jab farmer jo ke crisis hai farmers ke jab ye solution niklega to middle class versus farmers hoga hi hoga jab aap jab budget banta hai to usme subsidy di jati hai to jo mehngai मतलब सरकार बढ़ा ही नहीं सकती क्योंकि पिछली हिस्ट्री जब हम देखते हैं तो सरकारें तभी गिरी हैं जब महंगाई बढ़ी है कांग्रेस के टाइम पर भी उन्होंने किसानों के लिए किया लेकिन जैसे ही महंगाई बढ़ाई उनकी सरकार गिरा दी गई तो सरकार के ऊपर भी ये प्रेशर है कि वो कैसे मैनेज करेगा मतलब बहुत बड़ा चैलेंज है एग्रीकल्चर के क्राइसिस को it's very easy for the media to probably flock to the spot when a huge rally happens and just cover it from there and uh, the pictures etc it probably adds to that kind of a strategy ki hame aisa ek story banana hai so you're going there with a particular mindset but what we what i feel is the need of the hour is for the media to kind of repaint their everyday lives the farmers everyday lives because it's it's so much more of a personal connect right instead of just reading about 15000 faces who have come to the city to protest you're talk, you're zeroing in on one family or zeroing in on the pressures built on them and you know what they face on an everyday day to day basis and probably that is what would help the middle class connect with the farmers way more than you know coming out and like interacting with them or handing out some food they need to know exactly what how they wake up and how they go to sleep and what is happening in their interim 24 hours so that a personal connect could be developed between them so that is where the media has been as usual selective in reporting mm-hmm. from the ground but no one wants to get to the source i mean there were a lot of quotes from all the farmers ki aap ya kyu aaye hain inka age kya hai ye kahan se hain but the sort of personalization that you're talking about i think i agree look at how the washington post covered jamal khushig kashogji's death i mean a lot of reporters has been have been killed in across the country across the world but he became sort of the icon mm. he there's this campaign to demand for justice so i mean if there was that sort of impactful reportage it would sort of create a difference amrita i think uh, the last time when the kisan rally happened mm-hmm. and we had this images of uh, we had this images of the, the feet of the yeah, farmers yeah. that was a very lasting image uh, for us i mean that one picture spoke so much to so many of us mm-hmm. and you felt one with them and you felt sorry for what you were doing your part in that entire fiasco whatever it is i think in terms of reportage some of us are getting there but again i think it is important that newsrooms also need to sort of invest into you know a sustained coverage of the farmer crisis i mean on the upswing if you just look at it from pure numbers i think news rooms need to take into account that this is going to be the biggest political conversation in 2019 mm-hmm. if you're just looking for numbers if you're sending a hungry reporter to the ground and you say there is a story a series of stories in this belt he will get it for you or he or mm. she will get it for you all you need to do is send them there i think a sustained reportage on uh, farmers distress across papers it's a very relevant thing to do right now and it's also very 
I think politically relevant, economically re relevant, in terms of news sense, it makes a lot of sense. So I think uh, newspapers need to really, or whatever, I mean, news outlets need to really wake up and see, smell the coffee in some sense. Uh, when I covered the Kisan Long March from Nashik to Mumbai, yes, uh, I was the only, uh, apart from Indian Express, I was the only English language reporter who was there, who was there at, at Nashik. At the same time, you had... Uh, this summit in Davos and every mainstream media had sent a representative to Davos. To Davos. And I was wondering that uh, every newspaper, uh, whether it is a website or a newspaper or a magazine or a channel, they have their bureau in Bombay. All it took me was 300 bucks and two and a half hours to get to Nashik. Hmm. They could have sent at least someone. Yeah? I mean, yeah. uh, but the, the problem is that the farm crisis or rural India largely is so uh, not even in the conscious of, of the mainstream media that something really big has to happen to be able to for them to be able to take note of it mm -hmm. and that's that's some somewhere so that's something that needs to be addressed yeah also i find it a bit uh, i find it a little uh, how do i how do i put it uh, a little immoral in the sense on part of editors is that when you have like a spate of deaths in Bidharva, you have these big stories coming out. Uh, so what happens when Bidharva is probably doing something well, like in a sense that perhaps there is a spate of time where the farms are, uh, the farmers are doing well, there, there, there's a lot of good produce. So why don't we go back and say this has happened here. So I mean, you have this whole, uh, you know, this gloom over your pages and you think that's going to get you a lot of eyeballs. And it's not just one paper. I think a lot of papers have done this to sort of exploit that sadness when you need to do it. But you're not there when the farmers sort of need you. Parth, coming back to you, since you covered both the long march in Maharashtra and the one in Delhi, I thought, I speaking about media's coverage, I thought the coverage though it started late when it came to Maharashtra, even though newspapers had front page reports in Delhi, I still felt that the coverage in Maharashtra or the long march in Maharashtra was much better, much stronger. Actually, the newspapers wanted to cover it. So am I right in saying, is there some merit in the argument that it felt like newspapers, even though on the front page, the report did not have much value? To be honest, I had one gripe with this current uh, long march, uh, Kisan Mukti Morcha, and that was the timing of it. On 29th and 30th, you had the march. 28th, MP went to polls. 7th, hmm. you have Rajasthan and Telangana going to polls. Election reports keep coming in. You have exit polls. So what happened in Bombay was, even though it started late, you got the uninterrupted media coverage. Mm. Whereas this time around, it was on and off. So that was one one problem that I I personally had with Even the march. Even a farmer from West Bengal was telling me that if they had planned it a week late, there would have been more people. Even from their particular district, they were like, we were supposed to be a, a group of thousand, but only five or hundred of us could come because this week is the week of the harvest. Yeah, also uh, from MP, a lot of farmers, 100, 120 farmers made their way from MP after voting on 28th. They were in Delhi on 29th. These numbers would have been higher. If a lot higher. I spoke to a lot of them. They were under their banner and I spoke to a lot of them and they said that not, not a lot of people could actually make it because they mm. voted then they had to do a lot of things and they couldn't make it the next day. Also, you, you had uh, sort of shallow reports in, in, in Bombay as well. Times of India, I think, published a report saying that there are only 13,000 or 11,000 farmers. Like 25,000 uh, farmers. There were 35, 40,000 yeah. farmers in Bombay. So you had shallow reporting uh, in Bombay as well. But what made the difference was the uninterrupted coverage okay. in, in, in Mumbai. Whereas in Delhi, it, it was split between elections, this, that, and also the farmers' march. Okay. And, and sorry, and Rahul Gandhi's Gotra as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
मैं हिंदी मीडिया से हूँ तो जैसे हिंदी मीडिया ने इसे कवर किया जेंडर और एग्रीकल्चर इस पर आप जो रिपोर्ट्स लिखी जाती हैं बहुत लिटरेरी पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू से ना यू मेक इट वेरी इमोशनल देखिए हाथ ऐसे हैं इनके बैग में प्याज की वो है रोटियाँ हैं आपको ये इमोशनल साइड नहीं दिखानी है अभी इतने इतना बड़ा क्राइसिस चल रहा है वो एक्चुअल पिक्चर दिखानी है मतलब आप समझ रहे हैं लिटरेरी फॉर्म में लिखने का कोई मतलब नहीं है रिपोर्ट वो होनी चाहिए जो एक आम आदमी पढ़े तो उसे समझ में आ जाए कि प्रॉब्लम ये है इसकी फसल खरीदी नहीं जा रही आपको डोंट जस्ट रोमांटिसाइज रोमांटिसाइज करके आप लिख रहे हैं उसकी जरूरत नहीं है फिलहाल मतलब आप अवार्ड जीत सकते हैं कि लिटरेरी कोई अवार्ड मिल सकता है लेकिन रिपोर्ट अगर आपको सच में जो मासेज को बताना है तो आपको रिपोर्ट रिपोर्ट के तरीके से ही लिखी जानी चाहिए a political coverage and the, the intersection between political coverage and uh, from a state when a state is going to the polls and again talking about farmers uh, issues i think over the last few uh, months uh, reporters are looking for stories like that but then again it also is very important to remember which state is going to the polls how much of a stake does it have so i was in himachal last year exactly at this point of time and i did a story on the apple uh, growers of the state and i i found out something very you know un, it was unthinkable it's just a reporter's discovery just on the whatever is that a bunch of these experts agriculture experts told me that the intervening night of april 4 and 5 in the intervening night the increasing temperature had ensured that half the crop that year was wasted wow. and this led to losses of about 2000 crores but how many parties were talking about it and also are you going to talk about it are you going to talk about it because it is himachal or are you not going to talk about it in the sense that himachal is not a big state how much of a political relevance does it have so that doesn't matter but if this had happened in let's say gujarat it happened in let's say karnataka for that matter because the eyeballs are around mm. i'm sure it's there have been a far bigger conversation but this this happened and i don't think so anybody took this or and largely i don't think we are asking the right questions as well yeah. modi uh, stood on the ramparts of red fort and said ke 2022 tak main farm income double karunga to kaun sa farm income aap double karoge real income ya nominal income nominal income to har 6 saal mein double hota hai uske liye aapko aapne kuch nahi kiya to bhi wo double hone hi wala hai 2022 mein so the cost of living has also increased so it's the real income that you need to double to make to make some impact in in farmers life so i have so these are the numbers that i i, I have so, uh, so ashok daldalwai committee had said that to achieve the target by 2022 the compound annual growth rate should be at 10.4% ashok gulati had calculated the compound annual growth rate under narendra modi and it is 2.5% under narendra under, under this regime hmm. so aap 10 so which is wow. 10.4 ki zarurat hai aur aap 2.5% se, se chal rahe hain bada rahe ho to 4 saal hai yaar 2022 ko to aap kaun sa magic wand use karke wo फार्म इनकम डबल करने वाले हो इज समथिंग दैट आस्क द फाइनेंस मिनिस्टर आज द एग्रीकल्चर मिनिस्टर आई मीन आई थिंक बोला जाएगा मित्रों आज से किसानों की पेमेंट डबल आई थिंक अमृता मेड एन इम्पॉर्टेंट पॉइंट आई मीन द थिंग अबाउट द क्लाइमेट इम्पैक्टिंग एंड सॉर्ट ऑफ डिस्ट्रॉइंग मोर देन हाफ द क्रॉप्स आई थिंक दैट वुड हैव बीन अ पॉइंट वे यू कुड हैव हेल्ड द गवर्नमेंट अकाउंटेबल और आस्क द राइट क्वेश्चन बट आई वु 
जो मासेस हैं मतलब सोशल मीडिया से ही मुझे बहुत कुछ पता चल जाता है कि आम जनता क्या सोच रही है तो लोग कमेंट कर रहे थे कि इलेक्शन टाइम में ही आपको जो क्राइसिस कैसे याद आ जाते हैं अगर हम इलेक्शन टाइम में भी एग्रीकल्चर के क्राइसिस को एड्रेस नहीं करेंगे तो कब करेंगे मतलब ये तो हाई टाइम है गवर्नमेंट को बताने का कि यू हैव टू टेक इट वेरी वेरी सीरियसली लेकिन मासेज को प्रॉब्लम है कि ये इसको पोलिटिकल बना दिया जाता है बट पोलिटिकल किए बिना आई थिंक नहीं होगा Accountable yeah. when it's at its weakest, so that is politics. What's wrong? Yeah, and what? what? Or if they, I, I got a lot of messages on hmm. Twitter saying that why are they wearing uh, red T-shirts? What's, yes, what's, yes, yes. Uh, why are they waving red flags? Are they are under a banner? The the political the Kisan Sabha and or mm-hmm. the IKSS CCC has uh, organized the march. ठीक है वॉट्स द पॉइंट दे आर जेन्यून फार्मर्स अगर वो दूर दूर से आए हैं तो वो क्यों आए हैं वो सवाल आप कीजिए ना वो वो कौन से कपड़े पहन के आए हैं हाउ डज इट मैटर टू यू ऑल्सो द इम्पॉर्टेंट क्वेश्चन टू नोट हियर इज दैट आई मीन वाई दे वेरिंग रेड टी शर्ट्स बिकॉज अ पर्टिकुलर पार्टी हैज हेल्प दम कम टू दिस पॉइंट वाई इज इट दैट दी अदर पार्टीज हुआ वेल ऑफ इन टर्म्स ऑफ लाइक रेलिवेंस एंड लेट से फाइनेंसिस वाई हैव दे नॉट स्टेप्ड इन टू ब्रिंग दिस पोलिटिकल मेजर अपोजिशन पार्टीज एग्जाम्पल ऑफ Beside written uh, about a farm loan waiver in Maharashtra. So what has happened is because of the delayed enforcement of farm loan waiver in Maharashtra, you've had uh, the credit crisis intensified. So farm loan waiver has actually worsened the the credit crisis in Maharashtra. You've had agriculture credit disbursement come down to thirty percent or forty percent of what it was the last year. So I had the SLBC uh, report. I used that and I wrote a column for Mumbai Mirror. After that column was published, someone who worked with uh, the top leadership of, of of the Congress called me up and said, "Are you? Who? Where did you get that? That number? Can you give it to me?" I was like, "Yeah, ये मुझे मिल सकता है तो तुझे क्यों नहीं मिल सकता? They didn't. They didn't even know that this is happening on the ground." <laughs> जो जो हमारे ऑफिशियल एग्रीकल्चर की जो वेबसाइट्स हैं उस पर सारा का सारा डेटा है मतलब आप एकदम पता चल सकता है कि कहाँ घोटाला हुआ कहाँ नहीं हुआ कहाँ क्राइसिस चल रहे हैं तो आपको बहुत किसी स्पेशल मिनिस्टर से पूछने की भी जरूरत नहीं है लाइक यू वर टॉकिंग अबाउट हाउ आर लीडरशिप इज नॉट इनफॉर्म्ड अमृता वेरी पोलिटिकल मूव दॉर्ट लिव यदुरप्पा गवर्नमेंट है a uh, declaration that all farm loan will be loans will be waived which again made sure that the burden of that one decision was taken on by the Quite congress jds combined now i think that they are um, they are uh, implementing that uh, similarly in punjab because the congress is trying to make that so i just wanted to i i have no nothing to uh, add to this but i just want to ask both of you uh, how much of a political solution do you see farm loans as and in the sense that how does those farm loans in these two states how do they play out in 2019 for the larger you know and i will just add to her two more questions before you both answer i mean one is there was a lot of criticism or rather there were a lot of thoughts about how the farmers did not actually know what they were here for is that any merit to that were the farmers aware yeah in delhi No, also it, and the second bit second bit is do you see because the kisan mukti morcha is not just it did not just happen it's been part of a sustained effort for over about a year now so do you see the kisan mukti morcha impacting policy implementation or policy formulation will the farmers get the special parliament session that you, you they were demanding right so uh, as far as the farm loan waiver is concerned it's right it's a, you're right it's a stopgap solution and uh, 
it is a stop for example in maharashtra you had a biggest farm loan waiver in 2008 9 and yet you are back to square one some 8 or 9 years later mm. but at the same time it does provide a certain interim relief i think a lot of funds can come from this welfare state state that we are running for the uh, ultra rich and uh, waving of their mm. loans mm. i think some of the funds can come from there uh, secondly uh, it does play a huge role politically because it's a step forward it's uh, it's a hand that the state Uh, extends to reach out to the farmers so that's how the farmers see it that if a fa- if, if the government is is saying that we we'll waive off your loans it's uh, the farmers see it as the the government reaching out to you mm-hmm. so it does play a, it does influence the the, the voting pattern mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah so uh, and what was the question my second question was would the farmers get what they were demanding would they get the special session would this sort of gathering with this sort of the farmers coming together would this have any impact i hope it does uh, you can't say if it would right now but uh, i hope it does and it's the kisan mukti march in delhi was not supposed to be a culmination of uh, what happened uh, of of the the protests that are happening right now it was it just was, a warning yeah it was a warning kind it was warning. yeah it was a warning it was a, a a kind of a show of strength a show of unity mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a process that will go on and it's a it's it's a message to the establishment that you know if we are here we can make a statement mm-hmm. and uh, we can hold you accountable as as long as we uh, uh, as long as we are here and we can do it so, so and is there any merit to the criticism that the farmers did not know what they were here not for they were just here on the call of the political not at all they were here they knew what they were what they were getting at and uh, the the farmers were totally aware of uh, of why the march was being held in delhi what the objective of the march was and who had organized it and uh, there was there was no there's no merit to I, as far as i know uh, there's no merit to this claim of unawareness bit among if i could just jump in there quickly uh So you know this uh, we've we've spoken about how especially you and Jyoti have voiced about how unless the situation takes a political narrative or a political turn there will be no real impact you know I just want to uh, tell the listeners that when you know when when the first one broke out in in Maharashtra when they marched from Nashik to Bombay at that time the ambience in the newsroom was such that people came to know that this is going to happen only through like certain WhatsApp forwards that had come from the group at that time because. it wasn't an organized rally like the one that happened in delhi over there it was organized it was planned for 6 months but the execution was really quick so even newsrooms didn't have that much time to prepare except for the ones who really wanted to go and cover the situation i mean that just speaks about the newsrooms if you don't know about a farmers march uh, that is being planned for 6 months uh-huh. uh, but sure Frankly, the thing is the thing is Gaurav, just huh. but uh, they uh, if i'm not wrong about 10 days before the rally they had held a press conference at mumbai press club but no one had ever gauged that this is going to take on on such a monumental turn at that time to have the foresight to say that this is going to turn into one of the major talking political points That's for true. 2019 no one in maharashtra really saw that happening and you know as i said earlier the the stage which is it's very rare that at azad maidan Udhav Thakre or Gatkari or someone will not be given the mic to speak at a protest, and they were not because at that time there was no political narrative to the entire movement. Delhi, by the time it, by the time the movement has come to Delhi, it has taken on a certain political narrative, which I hope it doesn't really uh, it doesn't really make the message very mixed to the audience because that is what usually happens, especially in the run up to an election. But I think this ties into Amrita's point from earlier, where she was mentioning how this is an important political part of an 
an important part of political discourse so i mean if newsrooms are not able to gauge this there's a problem there's a problem that we need to think about and address yes of course uh, in the sense that i think somewhere along the way uh when rahul gandhi decided to sort of amplify this whole agrarian distress mm. i'm sure because of a lot of uh, political equations involved i think uh, somewhere he amplified this entire thing mm. into like this rallying point for 2019 they realized mm. that mm. this is going to be like something that we can latch onto to make sure that the political conversation becomes far more relevant and important aur jaise amrita ne pucha tha na ki loan mafi kya political tool hota hai fir se satta mein aane ke liye bilkul 2009 mein congress jab wapas satta mein aayi thi to unhone agar main galat nahi hu to 50000 crore ka loan maaf kiya tha unhone kisanon ka and then again again they came and that's their poll pitch everywhere like if you if you listen to politicians in 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 rajasthan from where i've just come back the poll pitch is that we have done this हमारी करनी और कथनी में अंतर है नहीं आई मीन फर्क नहीं है तो दैट्स व्हाट दे कीप ऑन सेइंग व्हिच आई वाज इन आई वाज इन छत्तीसगढ़ फॉर 2 वीक्स एंड आई अटेंडेड अ कपल ऑफ राहुल गांधी रैलीज एंड द बिगेस्ट चियर केम व्हेन ही प्रॉमिस्ड टू वेव ऑफ फार्म लोन्स एंड ही सेड दैट द द एमएसपी ऑफ राइस वुड बी इंक्रीज्ड सो इट इज रेजोनेटिंग अमंग पीपल सो आई डोंट नो इफ हाउ द जनरल मासेस वुड सी इट बट द फार्मर्स want the political parties or the politicians I mean, to be involved and address their, them directly yes. if they don't get their loans waived how are they going to get new loans or more credit to sort of do the next round of cultivation they are just going to be caught in that cycle of death mm-hmm. jyoti dhanamrata yeah. ये जो कर्ज माफी है ये पॉलिटिकल टूल है ऑफ कोर्स ये उनके जो भी क्राइसिस है थोड़े कम करेगा लेकिन लॉन्ग टर्म सॉल्यूशन ये बिल्कुल नहीं है तो कांग्रेस ने हमेशा से हिस्ट्री में देखेंगे तो ये उस वक्त करती थी जब इन्हें फिर से इलेक्शंस में जीत कर आना होता था बट जो भाजपा है शायद चार बड़े मार्च हो चुके हैं इस साल और एक भी उनका स्टेटमेंट नहीं आया है अभी भी कल मोदी जी जाकर कह रहे थे कि हम जो नेहरू पर उन्होंने जो भी कमेंट किया लेकिन उनके पास कुछ कहने को ही नहीं है ना लोन माफी ना उनके कोई क्राइसिस या जो भी एमएसपी के बारे में है एक स्टेटमेंट नहीं है भाजपा की तरफ से अब भाजपा की तरफ से शायद नहीं है पर आई थिंक अ लॉट ऑफ देयर पॉलिटिशियंस हैव बीन क्रिटिसाइजिंग राहुल गांधी एंड माय सेंस ऑन द ग्राउंड इन 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 पोखरण इन 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 जोधपुर एंड इन बामेर हैज बीन दैट पीपल हैव नोटेड द फैक्ट दैट राहुल गांधी इज सेइंग कि हम कर्जा माफ करेंगे पीपल हैव नोटेड द फैक्ट दैट इन पंजाब दैट हैज हैपेंड दे हैव नोटेड दैट इट हैज हैपेंड स्पेसिफिकली इन कर्नाटका बिकॉज़ द इलेक्शन वाज सो हाई वायर्ड सो आई थिंक देयर इज there is a chance for the congress and the larger opposition to sort of uh, come back to political relevance in mm-hmm. like uh, an atmosphere True. like this just on the back of this uh. and also the thing is that farmers uh, so the opposition needs to channelize this anger and need they, the opposition needs to convince the farmers to vote as farmers hmm. because the bjp would try to take this steer this debate away from farm crisis and, eco- and economy and uh, make it about hindutva ram mandir gotra and that kind of and nonsense and here i think the media needs to play a role that it's not in favor of the congress or the bjp, the BJP. Yeah. and it is because more about the farmers and the their interests the biggest uh, farmers march hue hain wo congress ke against mein hai agar ye opposition mein hai to inko rahul gandhi ya jo bhi neta bol rahe hain in solution बताने होंगे मतलब सबसे बड़े जब मारचीनी के खिलाफ हुए हैं तो अभी भी वो सिर्फ कर्ज माफी का वादा करके ही आना चाहते हैं कोई सॉल्यूशन मैंने तो नहीं सुना है किसी भी रैली में या किसी भी प्रोटेस्ट में उन्होंने कहा कि ये सॉल्यूशन हम प्रोवाइड करेंगे नाइदर बीजेपी नोर कांग्रेस I was speaking अबाउट द पोखरण एपिसोड वेर द कांग्रेस एंड द बीजेपी है 
uh, candidates from two different ends of the spectrum. One is uh, the son of uh, the Congress's candidate is the son of uh, a fakir who has a lot of relevance not just in India but also in Pakistan. And uh, in opposition to him is BJP's candidate who is a saffron saint. So in all of this, nobody is talking about the important questions that need to be spoken in the sense that what do the farmers of Pokhran want? Like if there is a cancer crisis there, if there is a problem there, who is addressing it? Nobody is. So there again, the Congress is also doing the same thing. There was a guy who came in, uh, came and told me in Pokhran ki ek hi thali ke chatte batte hai. Ah, because in the haan, they, they say the same thing because in because if you're talking about the nuclear site specifically, mm-hmm. let's also remember that there was a nuclear blast in '74 as well done by Indira Gandhi, and uh, the effects, the after, the immediate after effects of that blast was also. Equally I just wanted to come to that. I mean, we were talking about how media's coverage when you're covering, let's say, Farmers March or let's say when you're covering the agrarian crisis, it becomes limited to the Farmers March. Yes. When you're covering to elections, it becomes limited to vote, vote counting. Yeah. But speaking about Rajasthan elections, you were on the ground and you did the report. You did a report where you went to Pokhran and you got a story that I didn't think anyone else covered. So could you briefly tell us about your story and then why you did that story? Well, uh, I went to Pokhran and I think Pokhran has been this this uh, space from where a lot of uh, these ideas of nationalism has been centered on. Uh, you have, like when you say Pokhran, you have Parmanu, you have 98 nuclear blasts and you have APJ Abdul Kalam, you have uh, Vajpayee. These are these ideas that you get when you're growing up. So I thought that the Pokhran uh, electoral wrestle was very uh, interesting simply because of the fact that the Congress was uh, fielding a Muslim uh, religious uh, a, a, a candidate who was a Muslim man and also backed by a religious sect and the BJP in reply was not going to uh, re was not uh, giving the ticket to its sitting MLA but to a man who is a saffron saint so it's a very polarized fight and I decided to go and check out the polarized mm-hmm. fight and I heard like this instances of cancer so I decided to land at Pokhran and then uh, people in Pokhran directed me to this village called Khetolai, which is three kilometers from the 98 blast site, and it has cases of cancer. And that's when I realized that the conversation is here. I mean, when, once I reached Khetolai, I, I met people who were almost on their deathbed. And the people kept on saying that all we want is free cancer treatment, and nobody's talking about it. So here is a space from where the BJP is taking the soil in terms of uh, using it as a sa- sacred. Uh, whatever is like a very what do you call it uh, there's a word for it a specific word that they use which I'm forgetting right now so this is a sacred earth which they use in their uh, Chintan Shivirs and their uh, rallies and everything but nobody is, uh, wants to talk about uh, these cases of cancer and I don't I'm not just going to say that the BJP is uh, uh, is not the only one talking. The can, the con- the Congress was in power for so many years. Why did it not con- uh, talk about it? In fact, the candidate, the Congress candidate, who I managed to speak to, I couldn't speak to the BJP candidate. The Congress candidate said that there are no cancers. That the cancers are not linked to radiation. Now, how do you know if the cancers are not linked to radiation if you have Without not done any study? You have not done any study. But the the most important part is that. In 90s, I think in 2008, um, nine or something, Dr. Arjun Singh, who is the former Joint Director of Medical and Health Services in Jodhpur, yeah. had conducted a six-month-long survey of villages in 10-kilometer radius. Hmm. Mind you, this is not an official study. And he had found 
a link that there was a the cancer yeah. and the radiation are linked yes and this is again uh, apart from a team from hiroshima which came in uh, echoed the echoed the same concerns so what is stopping the indian government from talking about it and if this if an election is not a, a time to talk about these things i don't see another time which is as important because your newsroom was okay with you going so far yes yes away. my newsroom was very in fact the the the, the rajasthan bureau which is again limited in capacity and is covering a part of rajasthan had in fact suggested that i check out these uh, cases if there is any so and this is the political apathy and indifference that has led to all all, all these marches and I, th- i look at it as a positive move because uh, they are channelizing their frustration that they're venting out their anger when uh, it bottles up it can only lead to yes. the extreme step so i think this is a positive move where they are moving away from uh, being passively demoralized yes. towards actively uh, being a part of, being a part of the, the resistance and i also found it very um, uh, i was having this conversation i shared my story with a bunch of uh, reporters you know in different groups and then there was a lady kalpana sharma she's a very uh, she's a famous independent journalist and uh, it is uncanny how 20 years ago in november uh, 20 years ago uh, november 98 6 months after the blast took place she went to the ground and she she wrote a story which is identical to mine which i discovered um, uh, just like about yesterday yeah post publication of the story just about yesterday and that uncanny resemblance in the issues that both of us are echoing is so frustrating to read remembering the obtuseness of the government of the bureaucracy and and successive governments in which you're just not going to look at the problems of the people you don't care which is why i want to tie our entire conversation about the farmers march and what happened in pokhran and how you sort of realized that the same story was done 20 years ago to sort of make a comment on how important successive follow ups are i mean you cannot if you a story has been done an important story has been done in 98 and then if the next story of significance of comprehensiveness is being done 20 years later That's sad and that i mean those 20 years if you need if there has to be a change there needs to be an active media role speaking okay. about the farmers um, sorry sorry yes. before you proceed i must make a point to tell you that scroll uh, my former uh, my former colleague who who had written the story for scroll shweta desai had written mm-hmm. the story she done a very comprehensive um, story on this issue again this is another story that i have realized after i published the story uh, so yeah i mean in terms of what you're saying i mm. I, uh, i agree with you on that but i'm i wanted to just interject and tell you that there was there another story on that sure. yes so even for the farmers march i mean the reportage shouldn't be limited to just farmers march it happened in maharashtra it happened in delhi it happened in telangana the kisan mukti march since it's it's been it's part of longer plan so i mean there has to be more detail and reportage about let's say procurement centers about uh, are the farmers getting the msp promised are their storage facilities or about the larger rural economy let's say how is it how is this impacting the cobblers so i mean that reportage has to be just comprehensive and it has to be successive right so i would just say that we need to ensure that farm crisis becomes a part of our discourse it has to become a part of our daily conversations and long story short if i could put it that way we shouldn't be reminded that farmers are struggling only when they die exactly mm-hmm. bilkul jaisa parth ne kaha ki hame nazar rakhni chahiye mandi ban rahi hai ki nahi ban rahi hai kya ho raha hai aur msp agar msp diya gaya hai to kya khareedi bhi ja rahi hai faslein to in sab pe media ko achhi coverage karni chahiye 
do you guys want to uh, just probably about amrita's story you know it's uh, this is exactly what we were talking about earlier where a personal story will resonate more with a reader than so so you know right now everyone talks about uh, talks about manvendra singh in rajasthan you know oh he's from a bjp background and now he's going to fight against vasundhara rajay and that's what's claiming the headlines all over the national space that all the reporters are flocking to his house cuz he's going to fight vasundhara rajay who's held that constituency for 15 years but these are the kind of stories probably in a way which the electorate needs to yes, know yes yes i think uh, the idea has always been i'm i'm speaking for myself but i don't know uh, i'm sure there are a lot of other reporters who i think do it but i think an election is just a perfect time to bring out these stories and i've always like felt that everywhere you go you will find like a story like this so that brings us to the close of the podcast but before we do that i would like the panel to share their recommendations so part do you want to begin with here i'll recommend something that i'm reading right now it's andre agassi's uh, biography open uh, autobiography mm-hmm. uh, he's been a childhood hero and uh, it's it's searingly honest what he has written and i think uh, anybody who reads it would enjoy it in irrespective of the fact whether you like tennis or not okay uh, jyoti uh, many of you have p sainath ki everyone loves a good trot padhi hai aur mujhe lagta hai ki journalists ko jo agriculture cover karte hain unhe ek bar wo wo kitab to zarur hi padni chahiye amrita so yeah i i'm i'm right now currently reading uh, shashi thirus why i am a hindu and uh, i have just started reading it and i think uh, the the reason i picked up the book is that i really need to know the whole relevance of being hindu at this at this point of time so i would suggest that you know if you want to know about a very crisp history of your religion and where uh, and why today suddenly we are at this crossroads perhaps this is a good book to pick up right now okay got it so uh, since the internet's not working i can't find the article but it was a <laughs> but it was a yahoo article i think it was a, it was a, it uh, broke on friday or saturday which spoke about how uh the saudi crown prince was in touch with the hit squad that killed yeah. uh, khashoggi you know it was a cia report and i think yahoo surprisingly NCI was the first one apparently has been very pissed with the leak sorry continue the uh, as usual right about like the cia will usually be pissed with uh, this but accord- uh, according to the report there, there were certain words which i would like to quote verbatim but i don't have the article in front of me but it clearly shows that he said uh, the crown prince said something on the lines of if he refuses we can take him outside the country and make arrangements so i would at least recommend everyone to read the yahoo piece specifically acha main ek aur recommendation batana chahti hu kyunki abhi me too movement chala hai aur abhi web series bhi bahut aa rahi hai netflix pe aur jo obscene jo scene hai aur jo abuses hain wo debate bahut badi debate banne wali hai usi par maine khud article likha hai kaise intimacy directors jo hai hollywood mein aa rahe hain kyunki abhi jo hum boldness jaise ki ye bold actress hain inhone bold scene diya isko hum ek me too movement se jod कर ही देखेंगे उसके बिना नहीं देख सकते क्योंकि उनका बहुत ज्यादा उनका हेरेसमेंट होता है उनके साथ उनको अब्यूज किया जाता है तो उस पर मैंने आर्टिकल लिखा है वो जरूर पढ़ें ऑल द लिंक्स टू दीज आर्टिकल्स वुड बी देयर एट द बॉटम ऑफ दिस पोस्ट आई वांट टू रेकमेंड जस्ट लाइक अमृता वॉज सेंग दैट टू बिल्ड एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ हिंदू एंड हिंदुज्म दैट्स अ गुड बुक आई आई हैव बिन ब्रॉट अप विथ आई थिंक हैव बिन ब्रॉट अप विथ अ लॉट ऑफ प्रिविलेज माई पेरेंट्स हैव सॉट ऑफ प्रोटेक्टेड मी एंड ककून मी फ्राम एवरी थिंग सो टू डेवलप एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ कास्ट आई हैव जस्ट स्टार्टड रीडिंग एंड समंग एलिफेंट्स बाई सुजाता गिदला एंड आई थिंक आई हैवेंट आई स्टार्टड लास्ट नाइट एंड आई हैवेंट बिन एबल टू स्टॉप एवरी लाइन शी राइट्स इट्स इट्स हाउ इट जस्ट हिट्स यू एंड यूर लाइक ओ वाओ I just didn't think about that so that's my recommendation so 
thank you all for listening in that's the end of our podcast i just want to say keep writing to us write to us at contact at news laundry we would love your feedback and that is the only way we can improve also an appeal to all news consumers please pay to keep news free and independent because if you want the media to improve if you want the media to cover something you will have to support it because when the public pays the public is served when corporations governments and advertisers pay they are served subscribe to news laundry or any other independent news organization of your choice to subscribe to news laundry visit newslaundry.com/subscription happy subscribing thank you panel thank, thank you, you for joining us thank you and thank you parikshit and anulji for all the help All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.